visit right now with a guy that uh, I would I remember reading and and it was it did such an incredible job in the Dallas Morning News, David Castevens, who I always heard Matt, you've got to meet David Castevens, and David somehow we kept missing each other because then you went off to Arizona, and became a big time editor uh, out out there after you left the Dallas Morning News. So I'm just glad to get to. Uh, Get to visit with you after after all these years. Well, so am I. We have we have several uh, mutual friends. So it's good to talk. To, good to talk to you. Excuse my voice. I'm kind of hoarse today. <clears throat> no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but uh, and by the way, you were a writer all those years, so it didn't matter if you uh, if you lost <laughs> your your voice a little bit. Although your old compadre uh, Galloway, of course. Um, what did you think, by the way, when Galloway started doing? Uh, WBAP, uh, and I guess that's when y'all both were columnists at the Dallas Morning News. Did you think that was crazy? Did you did you think, well, maybe I should go do that and make some more money? Because that was a little <laughs> bit unheard of at the time. It was, but I thought he was a natural. I mean, I felt like he he kind of talked onto the page when he wrote, and I thought he would I thought he would be great at it, and he was, and. Uh, I'm, I've always been happy for his success in, in doing radio. All right. Well, I wanted to talk to you about the first time you met Dave Campbell. I know he was very instrumental in your journalism career. And uh, it's just uh, uh, the outpouring has been unbelievable. I got to, you know, you were quoted in a Kevin Sherrington piece, which I, I thought was good because it really got to, I think, the people who knew Dave and really at formative stages in their careers. The thing about Dave is he was around so long, David, that he he had an impact on several like generations of writers. And um, and so I guess you caught him about, oh, Dave, he would have been the sports editor by then for almost, um, I don't know, 20, 25 years at that point by the time you you uh, you got to cross paths with him. What What was that like? meeting Dave Campbell the first time? Well, I was one of many, many young people at the time who benefited from him and benefited from knowing him. Uh, my situation was I was, I had been out of, I had finished journalism school at the University of Texas in January of 1969 and had gotten a job in Abilene and planned to be there for, I didn't know how long, but Anyway, I get a call from uh, about eight months later, seven months later, that summer of 69, I get a, a call uh, asked, seeing if I wanted to come to, to work at, at the at the Waco Tribune Herald for, for Dave Campbell. Well, you know, I was a teenager when the magazine first came out, so I was really familiar with who Dave was. And I, did, I didn't hesitate leaving Abilene to come to work in Waco because – it was a Southwest Conference market, and I just thought that was a great deal. I mean, I was making, I think, $100 a week at Abilene, and they offered me uh, a $25 raise to, to come. So Dave hired me, and uh, I found out very found out very quickly that he was, he was just unassuming. He was kind. He was encouraging. He was patient and he was always, from the day I met him, he's always a gentleman. There were no rough edges about him. And he just gave me an opportunity that really kind of set the trajectory from, from my writing career. And I've always been 
grateful for that, and I always repeatedly told him that whenever I saw him. Did, did, did I'll, he? I'll tell, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, I was when I got there. I didn't know what I would be doing. I think you know, all of us in small paper like that, we kind of do a little of everything in sports. But I'd been there. I'd only been there six, I think, six weeks, and he had me. For some reason, he trusted me. He had me go to Baton Rouge to cover the Baylor LSU football football game in Baton Rouge. I'd never, the first time I'd ever even flown on an airplane, and I was scared and excited. And he sent me, and uh, Baylor lost sixty-three to eight. <laughs> Yeah, we've had too many of those outcomes over the years. Now, what what year was that, uh, David? That would have been in, that would have been the fall of nineteen sixty nine, and uh, and then like two months later or so, I'm I find myself in, with him up in Fayetteville, Arkansas, for the uh, they called it the game of the century between Texas and and Arkansas. I think they were ranked number one and number two. So it was just. It was just amazing for me to go from out of college like that and find myself working for Dave Campbell and being in that setting for those uh, for something as big as a game like that. Yeah, I can't even imagine talking to David Cass Stevens, a longtime writer, uh, Dallas Morning News, Arizona Republic, then came back to the Star Telegram, but started out early on his career with Dave Campbell. That, by the way, David, my dad would have been on that. 69 uh Baylor team I I uh although once Bill Bill as you remember once uh once he showed up I mean I think people uh that that era didn't I think you probably knew right away didn't you David you and Dave Campbell both that that was not going to be a long era in Baylor football the the Bill no, Bill that, uh years no it's probably why he sent me to Baton Rouge he probably didn't want he probably knew <laughs> the writing was on the wall the funny thing about that game, Bill Bill, um, he was a former LSU assistant, so it was kind of a homecoming for him. And so the game's over at 63-8, to eight, and Bill Bill kind of tried to put a good spin on it. He said, you take away eight plays and Baylor's right in the game. And I said, well, yeah, eight touchdowns, Baylor wins eight to seven. <laughs> but, I, but I got to cover – I got to cover Baylor for, for three years – uh, thanks to him, and they they won three games and lost 28. And Dave and I always joked joked about it because it later prepared me for what lay ahead for me. Because in 1972, I got a job at the Houston Post covering the Houston Oilers. And in 1972, uh, the Oilers won one game, and they turned right around the next year and won another game. So. It was kind of a joke that that my time in Waco had prepared me for what lay ahead. I guess that was pre bum arriving on the scene and would not get that thing rolling until what the mid to late seventies when they would get that uh, going, David. But uh, well, I I tell you, we're all going to celebrate Dave's life tomorrow. Uh, I just uh, I uh, you know we have a good mutual friend, John Black, and and uh, I just think uh, I, I think it's an amazing to think back to Texas Football Magazine, and then what he did for the Texas uh, High School, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, he really had his hands on sort of a lot of different things. Now, 
David, did y'all, as young writers, did he get y'all heavily involved in writing for the Texas Football Magazine, or did you have too much going on with the Waco Trib? How did that whole thing work? No, he he. Uh, it was a big deal to be able to write for the magazine, and he was kind enough to to let me write the stories, the the summary for for Baylor when I was there, and then. After I left, I mean, when I was in Houston, he had me write about uh, write the the preview about Rice and about the University of Houston. And when I was in Dallas, I I went and wrote about the, the preview for SMU. So no, we I think we kind of all pitched in to a degree with the magazine and did some of the high school roundups because there's so I mean hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of high schools and everyone got mentioned and kids could buy that thing and look in there and see their name in the magazine and um it was just a just a just a really a, a neat tribute to high school football and it just filled a need i think in in the state of texas yeah and it's kind of interesting that drayton mclean now owns that magazine you know dave's good friend and such a baylor guy because dave uh dave was able to be uh, you know, how he needed to be as a journalist, but uh, we know where his heart was, uh, and it was with the Bears all those years, and so he saw some some good times and some bad times. Um, I am glad, David, uh, that uh, that he made it to, to see a national championship in basketball, and I just have to think oh, yeah. that that had to be a thrill for uh, Dave uh, sitting at home uh, watching, uh, and of course, if I, I did I mean, he probably wanted to go, but at that point it was probably a little hard to travel. But uh, I, I would imagine Dave enjoyed that victory as much as anyone. I'm sure he did. He, yeah, his heart was with Baylor for sure. He was just such a just such a wonderful man. Like I said, he made just gave me an opportunity that I, I was I've always been been grateful. Uh, one story, if you have time, but I was telling you about how sure. patient and kind he was. I I just been there. I, there was a lot about sports I didn't know, and uh, someone I was there one day, and someone from Baylor brought in the results of a cross country meet. Well, I I I just figured I di- I didn't know that cross country was like golf, that the low score wins. So I took the results and thinking I think Baylor finished finished first, but I wrote this little story and had Baylor finishing last. <laughs> Well, I'm sure, I'm sure that Dave Campbell got an earful from Clyde Hart, the, the track coach. But knowing Dave, he probably didn't tell who made the mistake. He just, he came to me uh, the next day and said, you know, we need to, we need to write a correction. So I did. And he never tried to embarrass me. And he never spoke of it again. That's just the way he was. He was, he was so positive and encouraging and helpful and kind and, um, for me, going back tomorrow, I'm going to drive down from Fort Worth tomorrow to Waco for the funeral, and it's always a, it's always a sentimental journey for me to, to come back and see some of my old friends and pay tribute to the best boss I ever had. Well, we really appreciate it, and David, I I uh, am planning to uh, be there tomorrow, and so I hope we get to uh, visit in person. I had to when you were talking about how patient and kind and wonderful i couldn't help but think back to a guy we both work for um that's not how i would ex- describe dave smith but uh <laughs> he was a force of nature in his own way 
I'll, I'll tell you what, though, I was proud to be <laughs> part of that sports day sports section. It was I thought it was as good as any as any in the nation, and I was glad that uh, I was glad to be part of that, and I will always be grateful for that opportunity as well. Well, oddly enough, his successor, Bob Yates, ended up being like a huge influence. And, and uh, again, not everybody loves every editor, but he was uh, a little bit like maybe what Dave all those years ago was for you. Bob was like that mm-hmm. for me. So uh, it I is sort of amazing Bob, yeah. how the how the cycle goes. All right, David, we uh, we appreciate it. Look forward to uh, hopefully getting to, to see you uh, tomorrow as we celebrate uh, Dave Campbell's uh, life. Really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. There he goes, David Castevens, and uh, uh, really one of the more talented writers to ever come through Texas. David doesn't always get as much attention as Blackie Sherrod and, and even uh, Randy Galloway and some of the others, but uh, David Castevens in his own right was a tremendous, tremendous sports writer.